Welcome to the Heavy Hitters Podcast, helping ambitious fighters and coaches take their game to the next level by bridging the gap between strength and conditioning, performance science, and Muay Thai. And here is your host, Don Hedrick. I've been getting a lot of questions recently, and I thought I'd take this opportunity to put together a quick video podcast to explain things a little bit deeper. So paraphrasing one of the recent questions, I've seen your videos on different training blocks and have been Muay Thai training for six months, and I'm not going to be fighting anytime soon. So is it necessary to do a speed block and a peak week if I'm not competing? So just to explain, if you're not familiar with the training blocks that I, I generally talk about, so it's a periodization, a planned training um, that really spans a whole fight camp, or if you've not got a fight, a training phase, if we describe it as that. And that works from, from building, first of all, mobility and movement, then shifting into a block of training that focuses on strength development, and then a block that's power development, and then finally a speed development block. Now, those blocks may be developing those specific qualities in each block, but I actually recommend for fighters that we do a concurrent or a conjugate training system where we're actually training strength, power, and speed all the time, but we vary the mix. So the strength block is predominantly building strength. That's the main focus, but there's maintenance levels of both power and speed development. In a power block, there's maintenance levels of strength and speed, and in a speed block, although the focus is speed, there's maintenance levels of strength and power. So describe those differences as well. So strength training is all about developing maximum force, the highest level of effort that you can put in, giving you as long as you need to produce that maximum effort and overcome the most resistance. So it's heavy and it's slow, but it's high force. Power training is still against resistance, but it's applying it as explosively quickly as you can. So it's rate of force development. So it's how quickly you can produce it. So there's a limited window that you've got to produce that force. That's what power development is. Speed development is all about maximum velocity. So that means the least resistance against you. It's normally just body weight um, using light medicine balls and things like that, plyometrics, jumps and bounds. And the objective is to get you moving at the highest velocity that you possibly can. And that's the bit that's the most sport specific, the most like we've got in the ring. So that's the spectrum we've got. And in terms of exercises, already described the, the speed ones there to a certain extent, but the strength training exercises are going to be deadlifts, squats, bench presses, chin-ups, all those kinds of things. If you're looking at core as well, which I like to work in there, it's like um, ab rollouts, um, dragon flags or candlesticks, if you want to call them that, um, anti-rotation, landmine anti-rotation exercises, these kinds of things. The power exercises are more the exploding jumps, so um, squat jumps, kettlebell swings, Olympic lifting variants, if, you, if you're familiar with those and able to do those as well. But the power of progressing your training through these different exercises is that if you build more force in a strength block, you've then got more force to apply quicker in a power block, which makes that better. And then if you're more powerful and it can accelerate more, then you can move faster as well. So each one feeds into the next and takes a quality that feeds into and improves the following successive block of training. And actually what we need as fighters is predominantly speed. So that's the bit we really want to focus on. So if we're working through a full training phase or a, a fight camp, if you like, even if we haven't got a fight coming up, so we're working through strength, through power and ultimately speed, then 
that's going to serve you very, very well. So I do advise that fighters run through a full fight camp and actually simulate a peak week as well. So in conjunction with the the resistance training side of it, the strength, power and speed development, we've also got the cardio conditioning side. So we're talking full fight camp here. So it's more about aerobic capacity and lower aerobic power levels further from a fight. And that would be in a strength block. And then in a power block, as far as cardio conditioning is concerned, we're starting to shift more towards aerobic power. So it's that rate of aerobic power production. And those those where we're starting to do more intervals, more interval runs and, and higher intensity sprints in that sort of stage. And then closest to a fight, we're working really into the high levels of, of aerobic power. So that's a lot of sprints with reducing rest intervals. And we're going to push into a bit of lactic power development as well. So we're we're tolerating the lactic energy system so that we can push for extended periods in a fight as well. So by mixing all of that together, by making your training follow that spectrum, that full fight camp, that full training phase, it actually feeds one into the other and it boosts all of those qualities along that scale. So leaving a block out of that phase actually misses converting everything into something sport specific. So that's another reason why I'd say definitely simulate the full fight camp, even if you haven't got a fight coming up, work through the whole phase and then you rinse and repeat and work another phase again. And it just keeps upping the ante and building your progress as you go through. The other thing I'd suggest is to actually simulate a fight week too. So including a fight, but it might not be sparring. You haven't got access to, to partners to do that. But even if it's uh, bag work or even pad work using the same number of rounds and round durations as your fight. So you take that as like a test run through and see how you feel. So actually at this time where there's more of a lockdown going on, take advantage of this because it's like an off season that we don't normally have in the sport of Muay Thai. And normally fighting that regularly, you don't get this opportunity. So really work every part of the training phase from start to finish, from strength through power to speed and rinse all of the performance gains that tend to get cut short when there's fights coming up and there's fight peaking in shorter runs. Thanks for listening. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe and share with someone else it could help too. Please give the podcast a review or comment below. We'd love to hear from you. As always, you can visit heatrick.com for more Muay Thai performance podcasts, videos, articles and guides. Catch you next time.